Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the podcast, episode 534. We're glad you're here. Thanks Thank for you for being... the support. Thank hey, you for, this... for being here. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you, Doug. Sorry. I was... How rude of me. No, how rude of me. Continue. Yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to hear. That was a test. You passed. Oh. You passed. F plus. No, I'm just kidding. You did good. Um, thank you for the support lately. Thank you for all our Patreon subscribers. We appreciate the support there. Much love to you. And uh, thank you for everyone that's been supporting Steve and the Thoughts from a Steve series that is exclusive to the top tier Patreon members as, as well. And we have some more stuff lined up for Patreon members also. It's a coming. It's a coming fast. Uh, the podcast is presented by Elite Archery. That's right. Uh, you can use code WCB on your next Elite Bow or anything outdoor group related, Slick Trick Broadheads, etc. We Wait. like them all. We like them all. Um, we're shooting the Envision, different colors, Purple Rain, specifically with Doug. Um, code WCB. You can, Dropping bombs. You can even order online, use the code, save some money, and then have it shipped to a local dealer, and you just supported Elite us and your local dealer how awesome is that so check them out doug you have a veteran shout out ready i do let's hear it buddy okay pull that one up this one's submitted by uh patrick some somerville and uh the veteran is jake gets says jake has been my best friend drinking buddy and hunting buddy for the past four years he served six years in the army where he was a tanker got out after he got hurt but I know he wishes he was still kicking ass with them. I allowed Jake to hunt with me down on my property in South Georgia, where he moved once he got out of the Army, and he's so grateful of that. He invited me to hunt their family farm in Ohio, the real land of giants. Psh, get out of here. That's true. I am truly grateful for the opportunity to leave our 110-pound, 110-inch eights and be able to hunt real deer. Mad respect for everyone else that does the veteran shout-outs. It's the second best part of the podcast. The best part is watching my seven-year-old daughter hang, headbang to y'all's intro song. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. There's to be y'all the shit, minus my daughter asking me what a BBW is now. <laughs> I should really not let her listen. 
Yeah, be a better dad. <laughs> it's just BMW. It's car BMW. Yeah, no, you're the man. You're the man. That's awesome. It says uh, chooses to hunt only mature deer over the past several years. And now I'm getting elite here soon. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah. So thanks for spending that, Patrick, and uh, thank you for your service, Jake. Cheers, Patrick. Luck, Jake, shout out to you guys. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clank. 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 Good luck this season, boys. And, thanks, guys. Uh, I don't know. Tell you about your daughter. Very that's cool. Neat. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, you're just raising her up to know the real world. That's right. That's pretty damn cool. Shout out to you for being an awesome dad. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Big Time. Um, hopefully you have your fall plots in and they're growing strong. If you haven't, um, if you're ignoring game regulations, uh, you can still get some supplemental feed. Use code <laughs> WCB2022. We don't care what you do as long as you don't blame it on us and it's legal in your state. Do it. Um, because there is states that it yep. is legal to do supplemental feed, uh, like Ohio. Ohio. Um, and I don't, there's a lot of other states. I just don't know them. But uh, check out Big Time. Um, even your clover, if you're planning on frost seeding, you might want to start thinking about that stuff, playing ahead a little bit. Um, WCB 2022. Also, Huntworth. We love Huntworth. The gear, we've tested it all over. Mm-hmm. You hear us talk about the hoodie with the face mask built in, solid pants, the ladies line. Which I was just t- going to shout that out. Like, let's shout out the ladies line because all of our wives uh, had Huntworth in Africa and they absolutely loved it. Yeah. So the ladies line is something that is overlooked. <laughs> if you ask Ross, they look good doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at your wife's dumper. Checking out my wife's pants. dumper. <laughs> um, but really, if you get on, hit uh, ladies. And look at what they have. There's a ton to offer. Yep. Um, from solids to Tarnan camo. Um, Tarnan, I think, is one of the better looking camos available nowadays. But um, I agree. Heavyweight, midweight, lightweight. Um, there's something for the ladies in there, and it's priced very well. So check out HuntworthGear.com and use code WCB15 to save your Sell some money when you buy your wife gear or tell your wife to not spend as much money at Target next week and then get herself a jacket and some Literally pants. take right. one week off. Yeah. Don't Come buy on. Starbucks for like four days. You're fine. Yeah. Make your coffee at home. You know what I mean? Is that too much to ask? That's not. Get them all riled up. Oh, sorry. Don't sorry. Talk, don't talk about their Starbucks. Code WCB at Huntworth. Uh, do you get a Starbucks code? Uh, sorry, I did it again. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Sin Crusher. The room clean is right now the fave, the gear bag, the roller bag. Um, I'm going to take a gear bag out on some Western hunts, and I pretty much live out of the gear bag during whitetail season. Oh, yeah. Doesn't leave my truck. That's my life. Yep. That is my life. My stuff's still in my bag from South Africa. Well, once it's in there, it's good. You got all your shit organized. You got that red dirt all over it, though. Yeah. I'll bring it with me. (laughs) It's always with me. (laughs) Check out Scent Crusher. And the podcast also brought to you by Novix Tree Stands. The Hilo. All right, what's round table? Hilo, full length. I like double or the regular sticks. I'm good with that. I'm Hilo, full length, double sticks all day. Hilo, full length, double sticks or single. Either way. Like a boat. That's what we do. And you can use code mm-hmm. WCB2022 to get yourself into a setup. And they also have Camoflex. So if you're, this is a project that never gets mentioned. It's flexible artificial leaves. leaves and limbs that you can put up around your stand. So if you trim a little too much, if you get in a spot and you're like, ah, I need more cover there, you can add your own artificial cover and bring it in and out with you when you go. Because we've all been there where you're trimming a tree and then you go up in the stand and you're like, well, shit, fuck. Son of I trimmed too, too much. Yeah, trim too much. perfect tree, you get up there and you did too much. You freaking look like a fat Albert up there. <laughs> <laughs> Got options for you. 
Um, also, uh, spy point trail cameras. Uh, we've been using the new Flex. Um, love it. Been, I actually got a picture today. Of I a, got the most badass picture I think I've seen. Yeah, it's a yeah. buck running, and his velvet is shredding off yeah. on the Flex, and it's like flopping. It's badass. I thought it was a giant crazy nine fifty <laughs> So, um, but I have a picture of uh, pheasants flying. I have a picture of an, uh, a hawk landing. I have pictures of bird. It's like it just shows you how like good the camera is. That's what Doug used them for is for, and for the birds. Birds only. Yep. Yeah. If you're listening, DNR, it's just bird seed. <laughs> right. <laughs> that big time was for the birds. I'm joking. I know you. <laughs> I know you are. And uh, Bonanza. We will be at Bonanza, what is it, next weekend? Yep. Yikes. Yeah, it is next weekend. 23rd and 24th. Yes. Purple uh, Rain's about to show people how to shoot. We'll be there. Bonanza on the Mountain, sponsored by Gator Outdoors. Um, so Friday, um, there's a campsite open at noon, 3 p.m. to dusk. Um, Saturday, 6 a.m., and 7 p.m. competition scorecards must be turned into registration, award presentation, and medal round to follow. So live music at six, or listen to the podcast last week and learn more about it. So Bonanza on the Mountain, SundownMountain.com. You can go there and find more info, or just find their Facebook page. If you can not shoot Doug, he'll shave his mustache. That's a fact. We're doing that. That's the thing we're doing. Um, he's not shaving it. He's waxing it off yep. so we can memorialize it in a shadow box in the studio. Either wax or nair. I mean, your choice. Yeah, I like that. I like that nair, nair thing. That's cool. You okay, Doug? You guys don't believe in me? Well, we think you're a good shot, but there's somebody better. <laughs> there's nobody. If they call you out where they can not shoot you, you got to shave the mustache. No, when people say there's nobody, there's there's always someone better, I'm that someone. Okay. It's always you. Then back it up. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. All right. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Are you in the market for a box blind? You might be after this one. We enjoy this podcast. Be. Isaac's the man. And uh, appreciate you being here. Enjoy it. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the podcast, the WCB podcast here in New Windsor, Illinois. I think this is episode 534. Not 100% sure on that, but that's what my paper tells me. Just put a question mark at the end. 534? Maybe. Give or take a couple episodes. We don't really know. <laughs> There's a tolerance there. Yeah, There's a tolerance, yeah. We drink a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Kurt Geyer speaking. Eric Hammond. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. We have a special guest host in studio. 
Queer for Deer. Queer for Deer. Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson. <laughs> We're glad you're queer for deer still. Always. Um, not going trans yet, huh? Not following the times, Hell the trends. No. Okay, cool, Hell cool. No. Noted, noted. And I then become a cat. Screw them nerds. That's our special guest host, special guest of the evening. That sounds important. That's, you're very okay. important. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> you're very important. Why don't you introduce yourself so people know that sweet voice of yours? Isaac Getzinger with Grizzly Coolers. And Hunting Blinds. Yeah. Not just a cooler company anymore. Expanding. Expanding. That's right. But expanding yeah. in like in a very proper way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That uh it's been a four year project and yeah. uh, labor of love. <laughs> well you guys did <laughs> it's been awesome. Well there's a lot to talk about, but you guys I mean let's just dive into the blinds right off the rip because sure. you guys didn't come in it's like we're gonna just dibble dabble in this blind game and then they'll just get better over the years. Like you guys were like we're just gonna make the best blind that's out there and then here it is. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, that's what it seems pre- like to me. Pretty much. And and to really start, you know, I, what I hear a lot is, you know, what, why Grizzly? You know, you're an Iowa company. Like, what, what, what's Grizzly have to do with anything in Iowa? You know, there's grizzly bears there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I hear that a lot. And I never even thought about it, I'll you be know? honest. Yeah. <laughs> you, you I never don't. thought about yeah, it. Yeah, why Grizzly Coolers? Well, way back in the 80s, it's a family-run business. Um, now there's three brothers that own Grizzly. And... uh it all started back in the, oh, probably the late 90s. They uh, they took a really large cooler that they had that they were selling to stadiums mm-hmm. that they transported kegs in. They took that out west on an elk hunt, and all the guides just absolutely went nuts over it because they could figure they could pack two elk boned out, you know, yeah, and send yeah. it home with their clients, and the meat would still be good, and they didn't have to hassle, with, you know, running to get ice all the time and all this all this stuff. So yeah. They brought it back, retooled it, and that was the first cooler in the lineup, and it was called The Grizzly. So no from shit. there, that's where it started, and we started adding sizes and, and everything that way. And I, I've been there for 10 years. I started in 2012, um, and when I started, we had the original 400. Um, since then, we converted that, that name to Grizzly Coolers and just started calling all the models, you know, what they are as far as quart size. So we had a 400, a 60, um, and a 150. Wow, and, and now it's just grown from there. It's but, just crazy how wow. how that all came <laughs> right came full circle. Like, hey, we we can transport kegs in these. We should be able to transport elk. So let's just take it with us. <laughs> yeah. you, know? you know what it sounds like? It's like why is working class bowhunter and grizzly partnered? It's like, well, that's why. <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Bulb. Yeah, because they like to drink beer that's, and transport beer. Hey, and kill stuff. That's right. And eat the meat. That's a uh, that's a good uh, way to kick. Thanks for telling that story so like swiftly and right off the rip. That's a good way to like just that's what it is. This is how it got going, and it's yeah. a company that's not just this like flash in the pan cooler company like a lot of them nowadays. And you got to think too, like they've been around since the nineties, early nineties, late nineties, yeah. but really they didn't come in the scene till. Yeah, really, it, we really started marketing uh, about the time that I started, even a few years after that. So, I mean, 2012 on to now is, is really when we kind of hit our stride and started adding sizes, uh, adding colors, you know, the, you know, the drinkware came along, then our soft side. So it's all been a progression over the years. And yeah, absolutely. We've retooled all the coolers and, and to the look that you see today. So it's it's been a long process to get where we are now, and, you know, we're not done yet on that front, but... Um, yeah, it, that's one of the things that's always been, you know, driven home with Grizzly is we, we take feedback very seriously, mm-hmm. you know, any of our guides that are on pro staff and any, any of the influencers that we work with and are sponsored people, you know, we take what they like the people that are actually using the product seriously. We take that, yeah. um, and, uh, 
work on new products based on that feedback just like the For original sure. 400 those guides kind of stemmed that that product and here we are they kind of designed it for yeah. you. that's super cool <laughs> yeah. that's a really cool like kind of an origin startup Background story, story yeah. well I, for people who are wondering like how did we get partnered with grizzly and like how this relation well, we met you you know through the trade show circuit right but it really grizzly as a company and you i, I think kind of heavy hand and and part of this is like hey these guys they kill stuff and they drink a lot of beer they need a cooler to drink out. And you guys sent us a couple of coolers and we're just drinking beer out of them in the studio. We're drinking beer out of them at trade shows. Mm-hmm. And then just like the relationship builds, like, why are we not like doing something? It makes sense. Right. And, and the company is like air quotes here, local to us. I mean, decor, decor is only three, four hours away yeah. from us. Right. Yep. Yeah. It fit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We drink a lot of beer and we kill a lot of stuff. <laughs> so it's, uh, makes sense. Both need a, you know, you need a cooler for both those things. Both, uh, both those activities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it just kind of worked out. Um, you know, the CC Hunt Vials podcast is more uh, cooler focused and we're more hunting blind focused here on working class bow hunters. So we get best of both worlds on the WCB um, world network. I don't know what we call it, but it's like the family of podcasts that we're in, you know, we get to cover both things. So, um, well, but let's talk, we're talking coolers now. We're on hunting blinds, but we're going to get to that. Coolers, what's the most popular size and, and why do you think that is? Oh, gosh. It, it actually changes, you know, year over year. But by and large, our 20, 40, and 60, those three are, are usually our, our top three every year. Mm-hmm. Um, the 60 this year is is very popular. It's been crazy this summer. Um, is it because people kind of, are drinking more or they're killing more? Uh, earlier in the summer, I would have said drinking more. Now we're, you know, we get into fall time, we start selling more of the 165s, the 100s, and obviously the 400 starts really picking up, you know, this time of year for the yeah. guys going out west. By the way, the 400 is the massive one. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember we were at ATA and you guys had a display? Do you remember this conversation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, that's a joke, right? Like, that's not like a thing you guys sell. It's, <laughs> it's like a prop. It's, it's not a, a gim- production cooler. It's a gimmick, right? It's like, oh, look how cool this cooler is. Come in and talk to Grizzly. You're like, no, dude, we sell a shit ton of those. <laughs> like, and they what? are massive. Well, and I was like, for what? And then you're like, elk, you idiot. And yeah, I'm like, oh, put hey, a couple of them oh, in there. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Hey, right? hey dipshit. <laughs> yeah, We're right. on that one, dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, uh, my bad, my bad. Okay. <laughs> now I feel like an idiot. I'm going to walk away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that's interesting, though. Yeah, I, I put that one out on the aisle for a reason because I mean, just just like you, it grabs their attention. They have to. They don't think it's real. They want people want to get inside it. I say, how many people and, have got inside <laughs> you know, of it and to see that they can fit in it? It happens every show, all shows. I yeah, think you actually just, had like a little disclaimer that told how many beers you could fit in that thing. Yeah, it's about five hundred cans. Five hundred yeah. cans. <laughs> that's a lot of beers. <laughs> Shit, that's that's a when party. you're on your elk hunt, yeah. you just fill it with beer. Clint has one. Yeah, and then just come back with an elk. Yeah, we right. that cooler got shipped here. And Clint picked it up because Clint is going to live out of it. Yep. Like, legitimately, Clint is probably going to pack all his stuff in there for his hunt. Um, he leaves and, like, well, he's already gone with him. This podcast launches. But um, at real time, he's leaving, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. And he's gone for a long time. And he's, he's that cooler's in his truck. So. Yeah. Makes an excellent gearbox, too, when somebody's traveling. You know, to put all their gear in and then bring them meat home. Yeah, lock it up and yep. everything. Yeah. Yep. In case you leave your tailgate open and everything falls out, <laughs> everything should be okay inside that thing. <laughs> so, so if someone's like, hey, I want a grizzly cooler, what would you recommend to be like, if they're drinking beer out of it and hauling meat, what size cooler should they look at first and why? Uh, that's 60, just because it's a happy medium. You get a lot of capacity for the meat. And then obviously the ice retention, everything is what you're going to want for that. And then obviously the space for just 
beer, you're going to have plenty. You're not yeah. going to be um, under capacity for any beer. So, <laughs> well, I, I think that's one of those questions, though. It's, yeah. It might seem obvious when you break it down, but it's like, you know, you look at like your shopping coolers. I don't know how much I need. But no I'm doing idea. my first Western trip. It's like, yeah, it, it's dual purpose, right? You want it for the meat, but you're also going to drink beer out of it if you spend good money on a nice quality cooler. So and, it's like, and water and stuff. No, just beer. <laughs> beer or meat. <laughs> That's all they can go in it. Yeah, maybe if you, you put it in water and it throws yeah, it out. You get a higher disclaimer. <laughs> so like prefer, no water. <laughs> think well, about no. it. Like when I go, uh, I go out in Nebraska mule deer hunt. I usually take a forty and maybe well a forty or a sixty for drinks and food, and then I'll take a one hundred for meat. So okay. I, have, I have two, um, just because mule deer you're going to get a lot more meat off of them than usually your, your typical whitetail. Yeah, right? a little bigger. Um, you're going to need that capacity out there. Um, but any whitetail hunter usually is going to be okay with a 60 or 75 for pecking. I guess the rule of thumb is you're yeah. never really going to regret going too big. No, or, absolutely or, not. Yeah, it's, or better, it's better to go too big than too small. Obviously, you can always put more ice in it. That's right. not going to hurt anything. Yeah. You don't want to be undersized, That's especially if you're driving. Said. <laughs> Ooh, Casey Ooh. dropping Casey the straight jokes in here. Straight jokes. Straight jokes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that, Casey. Nothing. There it is. <laughs> my, my button's a little delayed. <laughs> There's just a 20 second delay we'll in that. Okay, I gotta trim it up. All right, we did this on the fly before the episode. Just hit the button. There we go. Okay, <laughs> Isaac, when you go on one of these big hunts, do you charge your cooler? Like, do you cool it down before you go? That was my next question. Thank you for that, Austin. I do, and that's we get a lot of questions about that. Usually in customer service, um, because there's so much insulation in those coolers you do need to pre-chill them because um, they will work the opposite way, right? They'll retain the heat versus mm-hmm. retaining the cold. So if you have it out in your 80-degree garage, that cooler in itself is going to be 80 degrees, and it's going to take a bag of ice just to get it working for you, uh, if that makes sense. That's, I bet you that's way overlooked, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, right away, we'd get calls, people saying, oh, my ice melted in you know, four hours. Well, you just put one bag of ice in a very, very hot cooler. <laughs> in a 90-degree cooler. <laughs> you know, and the other thing, too, is, like, is the product you're putting in there cold to start, too, because that, that will use some oh, ice yeah. just to get that product cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, a lot of easily overlooked things. Right. So yeah. what's your process to chill it? So you call it charge it? Recharge it. Sorry, charge that, it. That's whatever. what I call that. I don't yeah. know if that's the proper terminology. Charge it, pre-chill it, what, you know, whatever. But I mean, we'll it, it charge it. We'll call it yeah, charge it. That sounds cooler. It sounds way cooler. <laughs> I might steal that. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Mr. <laughs> Freeze it. Every time Grizzly uses it in a marketing program, you have to pay 3% of income on that campaign. That was me. <laughs> to, to Austin. <laughs> to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Thanks for the chicken in the mail. It makes perfect sense. Charge it. Yeah. I, I knew exactly what you meant. Yep. But I use, uh, I've got a couple of old milk jugs, actually, that I just froze with water. And I'll throw those in there, and I can reuse them. I've got those in a chest freezer. Um, and that just put them in there overnight before I'm leaving. Then I'll pack it in the morning and head on down the road. Smart. Yeah. So we can expect some grizzly milk cartons yeah. soon. So <laughs> the other thing that we have, too, is our ice divider. So those will work the same I was going to bring that up, too. So, yeah, you just got to use a couple of them because mm-hmm. one probably won't, depending on the size, you probably right. won't get you know as much charge out of it as you'd want but Mm -hmm. um so you have a couple of those those fit very nicely in the freezer because they're flat you know save on some space throw them in the cooler and away you go and if you gotta divide some stuff works awesome that's a that's a pro tip though to charge the cooler i mean i always heard um i learned that from the johnson brothers um our good friends that are um 
functioning alcoholics. Um, they, you know, they, <laughs> I mean, they are, we love them, but they can put down some Miller lights. Um, because they're lame, but uh, they they always <laughs> they do that too. Up yet. They fill up their coolers full of just ice, and then it's like, oh yeah, you got to do this to get them like cold, functional. Yeah. Um, but man, I guess if you're hauling meat, that could be pretty important. Yeah. But I guess once you get it charged before you leave, if you just keep it cool, it's fine. Right. Yep. Unless you're using it like Clint probably will, you know, packing gear, then that's a different story. Then you're gonna have to you know start from scratch when you get there. Um, yeah. But you know that. You know, definitely if you're packing food and drinks in one, that's definitely a way to go on a longer trip for sure. Yeah. Yep. I wonder what a guy could do with a big cooler like that. I guess I guess if you're going to set up a base camp where your truck is, if there's a if there's still snow, because sometimes there's... Well, I, I was just thinking that, about that for like bear camp, because you could just go throw in a pile of snow and just let it yeah, cool that's down spring, for a couple though. days. Yeah. But it's still going to chill down if you put it in snow. Yeah, but in the fall, there might not be any snow if you're right. out there in September. But um, I'm saying for bear camp in the spring, you'd, yeah. you'd yeah. definitely do it. Yeah, keep, I, keep it in the shade too. I mean, that makes a big difference. Yeah, you know. yeah. Rather than just baking in the sun on the interstate <laughs> in the back of your truck the whole way, and then you throw an elk quarter in it. But <laughs> no, that's a great way to do it. Just get some milk jugs, freeze them, toss them in a couple days before the trip, and get it cooling down. That's easy to do. Yeah, that's a that's a pro tip. Yeah, a couple a uh, couple of my cousins and some of their friends went on an elk hunt, and they actually took one of my <laughs> a four hundred from me and went out there, and they uh, they froze five gallon pails. Full of water. No shit. That way. Yeah. They they chilled it before they packed it and right. left. So they they said those those five gallon buckets lasted forever. Oh, I bet. Oh, no shit. Because like huge just blocks of ice. You know, they yeah. yeah. take forever to melt. So wow. yeah. That's a that's a good tip. I think that uh I bet you I'm gonna make a bold prediction. And I, I if I am curious to see if you agree or disagree or, or in the crew of the table. I bet you 75, 80% of people did not know that. or did, the, It makes sense, but didn't think about it, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about it until they just said it tonight. I didn't either. I'll admit I'm a dumbass. <laughs> no. Well, thank you for admitting We all are, Casey. I mean, if the shoe fits, right? Where? That's right. But it, that it, it does make perfect sense, but just something you don't think about. No. I got this yeah. cooler. Oh, you throw it in the back and go. Yeah. That's fun. Okay. Yep. You guys offer all sorts of crazy colors and all that stuff. Like one of ours is lime green. Like that's our podcast yeah. cooler. Yep, absolutely. Um, we've got eight standard coolers from the sixty on down, and the bigger ones are white or tan. And um, yeah, constantly adding new colors to the lineup and just yeah. try to freshen it up, keep fresh, and people and like colors. Soft sided coolers. coolers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like the soft sided coolers are the shit. You guys are just killing yeah. it all all around. It's a great product line. One thing I use mine for is kind of off the wall, but like am I like when I'm spraying weeds and stuff out for food plots, I just use a backpack sprayer. Yep. So I'll fill that cooler up with water. It doesn't spill when you're going down the road. Oh, perfect. So I can refill my backpack sprayer with water like two times off the big cooler. Look at you. Nice. Damn, Eric. That's a pro tip. It's a pro tip. I never even thought about that. Because I, I used to use just a regular cooler, but the lids don't seal like no. the Grizzlies do. So it'd splash all over, and you lose about half your water driving through the waterway, hitting all the bumps. Oh. This one you can latch down. It seals nice and it keeps all the water contained in there. And then, so if you have the four hundred, you're just fucking sending. Oh, you good for a day. <laughs> you can spray two hundred. Yeah. You can spray two hundred acres with that pump. <laughs> Might as well just put an electric pump and a boom on the top of that grizzly cooler. Right? <laughs> Coming twenty twenty three. The grizzly. The, the grizzly, grizzly sprayer. Yeah, sprayer. So like four hundred on wheels with a boom. With a boom. <laughs> just call it pterodactyl. Yeah. It's like that. Nice. That's badass. So you can put your beer in it too. Your beer's just sitting in cold. 
Roundup? Floating in the Roundup? Why is it spicy? I don't, I don't, I don't pre-mix it in the cooler. In the cooler is just water. Well, if Grizzly made a... a that's, oh, it's spray. Spray. <laughs> Doug's mustache is all wilted and shit. Ain't no weeds growing in that. <laughs> it's a little burn at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tart. <laughs> Just saying. It's new hot. venture. It's hot. I don't know if you could send that idea up the corporate ladder at Grizzly, but they might want yeah. to listen. I'll make a note. Yeah. <laughs> you your notebook? Taking Fimco down, baby. Yep. So I want to see you write it down. <laughs> all right. That's fun. But, hey. That's a that's a pro tip, Eric. That's a good one. Yeah, it's, it works awesome. Been, I mean, been doing it for a couple of years now. Thanks for sharing that shit with us. I've shared on the podcast before. You just no, don't you pay attention. No, you fucking. I have swear not. to God, I have. I Do you remember I'd... that, Doug? Never. Austin. Lion sack of shit. God damn, he's smarter than he looks. I know. She right. whiz. Well, let's talk hunting blinds a little bit. Yeah, so this came around about four years ago. Um, we launched, kind of did a quiet launch in 2019. Um, so with that whole Grizzly story, you know, obviously our ownership, big into hunting. Uh, they've got a bunch of different brines, and they just always felt that, hey, you know, we could make something that we really want to hunt out of and make this easier and um, kind of went to the drawing board and tried to figure out the best size and window configuration and and it was you know it's been in the works for quite a while before we launched it in 2019 and then uh we even changed some stuff over 2019 we launched it at ata and then we uh went to do the the full scale launch in 2020 right when everything shut down so that was perfect timing for us to launch the blind (laughs) this new blind crickets yeah social distancing blind yeah so that was that made things a little difficult you know you can't just throw that thing in the back of the truck and go drive around show people this blind you know right. it's very hard to sell a blind off of a picture and piece of paper that you can right. you know, send around and um you know email but uh it's been it's been awesome the uh the feedback has been great uh it's, we're ever changing that thing adding new accessories the mm-hmm. the the list of accessories that we have coming for that blind is is off the charts um the in the next couple of years you, you just wait i mean the the things that we're working on right now are gonna change the game but mm-hmm. um yeah that blind just as a as as, as it sits is a solid one piece um you know everybody always asks you know where's the seam on this thing yeah you know, it, there isn't one it's all one piece See, that's badass. <laughs> you know uh, there, there's nothing that's going to expand on you and, and allow water in you know it's all one piece even the floor um it's got eight windows so three of the horizontals and then five of the verticals um we even put one in the door that's the same size as the other the other sides yep um makes it nice if you have a surprise behind you need to all of a sudden shoot out the door you have a full window there for you um and then with those windows they're super quiet um they're a little bit larger than most that are on the market and when i say larger i mean wider so Mm -hmm. in the corners you lose you you don't have that dead space that you see in some of the others out there. Right. Yeah. Who's um, in South Africa? Yeah. Right. Well, we're going to figure out a grizzly South African blind market. <laughs> Shipping would probably yeah, be kind of cashy. That, that would be well, tough. Now they're going to open an office over there and right? ship Isaac over there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 We need Test him out. We need inventory over there at our Africa warehouse. <laughs> yeah. I'll come work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll test them out. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, part of just making it hunt better was just exactly what I was talking about, the field of view. You know, you can sit in that blind and you'll see this fall. You're not moving your head around a lot to 
you know, look at your whole food ply. You know, you, you can see pretty much everything out of that blind without having to move around a whole lot. And then the shades that go on those windows, we have a, a shadow mesh that you can see through and then a full blackout. Um, so most people, when they set one up, they'll do the blackout behind them, obviously, to kill the silhouette. And then they have the, the mesh out front. Yeah. Um, and then some of the other accessories, you know, we got a, a shell for it, an in, insulation kit, and then uh, our our flooring. Um, you guys got the mats in yours. Yep, yep, yep. And that's probably our number one accessory right now. And that everybody gets that that premium flooring kind of have to um, it's like yeah it's the cream of the crop it's so quiet um and it's a closed cell foam so it will not uh absorb any liquid mm. um you can take it out spray it spray it with a hose and it's not going to be waterlogged for you throw it right back in the blind and you're good to go um and it's three quarters inch so it, you, if you're, especially if you're hunting with kids you know they're constantly moving around or dropping stuff you know it's just super quiet in there yeah you gotta take your shoes off outside their skin <laughs> <inside>. right <laughs> we uh so need a Roomba in there <laughs> <laughs> it's in there doom, 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 hitting the sides it's uh the blinds you know I've been walked in several blinds I've never actually hunted hunted out of one but i've been wanting to get one but i mean how many have we looked at over the years oh, at different yeah, at, at different trade shows we've and, walked in every brand yeah, yeah. I, and, I think i've been in every brand yeah i think so yeah. anytime we're at a show we're like, let's go and let's go check these out because yeah fuck how long have we all kicked tires on blinds <laughs> three since four we started, years since we started tra- yeah yeah it's just something you always wish you had you know it's like man this would be nice when it gets brutal or when this or that you know there's a scenario for for it, however you want to slice mm-hmm. it but um you know, the Grizzly blinds, even before we were uh, officially partnered, because it's been really less than a year to this point. Right, yep. Um, we walk in, it's like, I think every time, especially you, Austin, you have other brand blinds that you've already had. Yeah. And we walk in those, it's like, that's the cream of the crop. Ross and I walked up, and I think we were the first ones in your blind, and we're like, Ross and I are both pretty well acquainted with box blinds. And we step into this thing, we're like, holy shit, this this is the Cadillac. Like, this is the cream of the crop. I mean, it, it's impressive. When you, get in one, when you get in Bugatti. one, you understand why they're the premium blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I got to be honest. I, I kind of had this misconception. I was like, yeah, they're expensive, but you pay for what you get. And then I was, like, looking at prices of other blinds. and it's, Not that bad. It's, like, the same. Yeah. It's like a, a, a high-end blind. Yep. They're very similar. I mean, they, we're, we are on the higher end. Um but that's you're getting the accessories. The, that's yeah. the the main thing is you know to deck it out how you want to hunt. I mean, not everybody needs every single accessory that we have, so you can you can shave some cost off of there. But at at it at its heart, um, that thing is going to be um, what you want. As far even if you're just a gun hunter, um, it's it's going to be uh, a game changer. For sure. I mean, even I think even too the one piece unit is top notch because all these other ones are bolted together, screwed yeah. together, and eventually over time, they're going to expand and contract where you're going to have a leak somewhere. Yeah, yeah, something's yep. going to happen. I'm excited to hunt out of it, man. I, I did a food a big-time food plot this year specifically for this blind. Um, and, I, dude, I couldn't be more fucking excited about just, like, a, one spot. Like, you know, it's – and you always wonder how it's going to be because it's like that – you can move the blind, but really once you sit there for the year and unless you got access to forks on a tractor, it's kind of there. Um, but I, I've done as best as I could to engineer the spot on this property after knowing it for a couple of years, and I feel really good about it. I, I know I'm going to see volume of deer, and I think I will get an opportunity at a, a good buck out of this blind, but I'm looking forward to – 
maybe taking my kids out, having oh, yeah. the wife sit with me, having a, a hunting date night, you know, get our freak on in there in the blind. You can't hear it because it's got that thick that, mat. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, yeah, break it in. Yeah, you got to break it in. Come on. What are we not boys here? What are we? <laughs> boys we, camp. Hey, we know you thought about it, Casey. You know, <laughs> we know you thought about it. I'm not a boy. Yeah, but you thought, so you about, thought it. about it. I did. Imagine licking your girl down in the fucking blind. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about your wife. Oh. oh. Hey, 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 listen. It's not a burn. Fantasize. I don't care. <laughs> Just tell me about it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm here. I'm here to party, you know? So, but... We all joke about that, but you know what happens. Um, Dude, one of my best days in the Uh-oh. hunting last year was, I know what you're thinking, Doug. Yeah, let's talk about no, it, right, Doug? I, I, <laughs> my combine broke down. I was broke down early. I'm like, well, shit, let's run to the blind. We hop in. I got Budweiser and cheeseburger and the blind. Like, you can't do that in a tree stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. You don't Unless think- it's a Big Mac. Right. It's just dropping yeah. it everywhere. <laughs> Lettuce. Is that the only burger you ate? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Fur burgers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, it's really cool. Like you say, with the kids yeah. and the wife, you get to get them out there and experience that, control some scent, bring your cheeseburger and your Budweiser, and have a good time. That It's a big benefit to it, and it might be looked at as, like, lazy. But, man, I got to be honest, for as much hang and bang and hang on sets, and I love them, I will never quit doing that. For as much shit and frozenness I've sat in and mm. cold and wind slicing through you. Dude, they spoil you. You need yeah. to, you need one of them. I'm just excited ups. to get in it because I've never hunted out of a box blind before. Yeah, I never was either. And it, it will spoil you, like you said. I mean, it's crazy. I had a I had a buddy come hunting with me right when I got mine set up a couple years ago. And it was raining at the time. And I was I was doing a little bit of filming with him. And like, we got to go to the blind because I don't want to get the cameras all wet. You know, we're just going to sit there yeah. in this food plot. We literally got in, and it was it's three hundred yard walk from the truck. We get in, set up, sit down, and grab knocks an arrow. He looks around, and he's like, "Oh, we're hunting already! Like this was easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's nothing to this. Like, See, that's awesome." <laughs> but how many times has it been like pouring rain? You're like, you know, it's right. gonna quit, and you don't want to go sit yeah. in a stand while it's pouring until it quits. And you're like. Yep. I ain't going. Well, well, yeah, a lot yeah, of times you'll just say to hell with it, not even go on if it, if you see a big front coming in. But if that front lasts for 30 or 40 minutes and then right after that the weather breaks, you got some prime hunting right there. Oh, yeah. You don't want to set it out in the tree stand with this. You get to get out there, weather the storm, and then you get the hunting after. That's, yeah. a, that's a good point, too, because what, what I like where I set this spot up, uh, the property is relatively flat, but it's the highest spot on the property. I had a stand not far from where I put my blind. And it's one of those spots. It's like one of the only good cherry trees in the area. But like when the wind's cold, you're just up there ass and dick out, just taking every <laughs> just taking a beating. You're yeah. just taking a beating from the wind, and you just even on a day that's kind of mildly cold when you know you should be hunting, you're up there just having the wind hit you in the face. And it's not you know, cold, but I'm you're sh- at that point yeah. where you're still shivering. I'm sure everyone's been there where you're just like, fuck this. Well, right. you know, dude, it's not like there's not a bunch of, it's not a good timber spot where like, it's like breaking up the wind for you. It's right. just the trees moving around. Oh. You're uncomfortable. So I put that blind up there for that reason. I know it's a good spot. Um, but what I did just to kind of break down some detail on it, um, there's an access path to it that I always ride my e-bike on. And what I did is I cut, um, for a north, uh, for west, northwest, or straight north wind, fuck, even an east wind, I'm good. Like, I get, I made it to where it's, it's in a spot I can hunt it almost any time. And the, uh, the benefit is you're not really having your scent out there too much with, with the box blind. 
Or right, and even if it's one of those days where the wind isn't blowing very hard, and you're worried about the thermals when the sun goes down, you know, dropping. If like you say, you're higher up on the on the hillside there, yeah. Like it, once those drop, like that that blind will help contain some of that. Mm-hmm. Where you know, typically you'd be in a tree stand there, and you'd be worried about what your scent is doing that last yeah critical right when it's prime time. You know, that that blind can help contain a lot of that for sure. Um, right when <laughs> right when the getting's good, you know, at the end of the night. Yeah. So I I put that blind there but what i did is i um we cut in a path at a 45 to the blind and we planted a big time borderline down that whole path so what i'm gonna do i haven't done it yet but it's it's actually the borderline's tall as shit and i went to africa came back looked at it, i'm like oh man like you're we're hidden now you know it's doing its job but i'm gonna cut a small path the weed eater handlebar width and I'm going to ride my e-bike in through the borderline, and then I have it set up to where the blind is just to the right of the borderline strip, the the base that we built. So I'm going to basically ride my e-bike in underneath the blind, lay it down, and then I'll crawl right in. So uh, for, for wind, entry and exit, it is – I don't know if I could have designed a better – It's ideal. Um, just – it's. I don't want to say it's bulletproof because nothing really ever is, but it's as close as you could get. And I think that's a lot of, you know, consulting Austin. And I've talked with Mark Drury about plans and even Joe, I'm from big time. Like, Hey, what do we got to do here? So. Yeah. That, that entry and exit is key. And that, that borderline, I was, I was actually talking to Daryl, um, mm-hmm. this last February at a couple of shows about their, their borderline. And, uh, yeah, that, that is just, if you can get that set up where you can get in, like I say with the e-bike, you know, that's yeah. perfect. Money. Yeah. It's, it's my dream setup, man. Really? Like, for a food plot, we just planned it the other day, um, you know, several weeks ago, if you're listening to this and um, when it launched, but uh, about a month ago. But I'm just so stoked for it, man. Like, to be able to slip in the blind, have everything in there, and just I got the blackout shades behind me, the see-through mesh shades on the front. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, I'm excited. And with, and with kids, hopefully you can get your kids out there too. And, so I hope my daughter's right. three. Yeah. So yeah. it's like she's on. She doesn't really understand how to be quiet. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm starting to uh, when we we're doing food plots the other day. I'm like, all right, deer hunting voices, deer hunting voices. Um, <laughs> so so she'll yell, dad, dad. I'm like, deer hunting voices, dad, dad. And she's still yelling, just a little bit quieter. She's still yelling with a different sound. You know, it's <laughs> hilarious. But deer hunting voices. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get her to learn. So lots of snacks. Snacks, and, and I hate to say it, but the iPad might have oh, yeah. to be. You got to do that. Yep. Yeah, part of it. But but you just did like a 4x4 four four base, right? Yeah, I actually, I copied exactly Isaac's. Um, you didn't have plans, but in the Grizzly catalog, yeah. I, I copied exactly what you did. Yep. I took a picture of it. We went to Lowe's and, or Menards and bought basically exactly what you had. Yeah, I I. I mean, the four by fours, I just find that that's really easy for where I'm at too. Um, I'm coming from Southeast Minnesota, so it's very hilly. Uh, and you know, I can, I can manipulate the, the legs a lot easier by cutting them or digging them in, you know, to get that thing level. Um, and then I just cross braced it with two by fours, like you're saying. And then I use two by sixes for the ladder going right up to the, the door yep. and it, it, it's very, very sturdy. Um, yeah, you'll have to replace the wood probably after a while, but it it really yeah, but makes it a decade. It really makes it easy. I mean, you buy treated lumber; it's going to last quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was actually really easy looking at it. Like, I'm not going to lie, and I don't know how other people feel when I look at the picture in the catalog. I'm like, oh, that's got to be a chore to build that. We had a tractor on forks. We had everything we needed, and 
you literally throw the there's the four by four mounts that you can get through Grizzly the pockets bolt through it. What do you call them? The four by four pockets. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Throw them in there, lag them in, lag those in. Then it sits there. You just keep the, the forks on, and then you throw your, all your cross bracing, and then you throw the ladder on there. And then what I did was um, through the I guess it'd be the floor. There's like the metal brace. Yep. In the floor, I ran a strap through it, just kind of slid it through, and ran it to a big ag anchor. And then I did two ag anchors on the corner, and then I did one more ag anchor from one of the ladder, the two by sixes down. So I'm hoping that's enough. Um, I'm a paranoid. Marjorie says take T post and cram it at 45. I still got to do that. Um, but now I don't want to drive over my borderline. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be fine. So anything on the corners is always good. I always I I do the T post thing too. You do. Um, and then uh, we I should mention too we are going to uh, launch an eight foot steel tower as well this year. So we will have the offer for people do not, that do not want to build their own. See, that's cool, too. Yeah, just have that extra security. Yep, it'll be an 8-foot um, all steel, have a nice ladder with a railing, and then a uh, basically a 40-inch a um, landing platform in front of the door there. So there is um, some space there in front of the door. Um, yeah. That, that is one thing with kids is it's nice to have that little area right before the door if you are hunting. To take your shoes off. Yeah, that too. Yep. Yeah. Welcome, Matt. Yeah. Welcome, Matt. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, that's something that's, that's the only like, negative to like building. I don't have a platform there, but... Um, I took Isla up in that blind. I just carried her and whipped her in there and said, get in there, you know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. You just toss her from the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> They're cool, man. I mean, I don't know how it gets nicer. It's just when you're in there, it's like, this is awesome. You just get excited when you're in it. Yeah. That, I mean, that was really the whole goal is we wanted that reaction. Like we want mm-hmm. everybody that goes in that thing to go, wow, this is really thought out. You know, this is exactly what I want. And it's got all the accessories I need to close the deal on a giant buck. Like that's the, yeah. that's, and that's, that's exactly the, the first time we've seen <laughs> him at a trade show. I remember, I think Kirk came over, he's like, you got to check these blinds out. Yeah. We went over and looked at him like, this is the cat's meow yeah, right here. They're the cream of the crop. Yep. The feeling I have in my blind setup right now, I, you know, when you hang the perfect hang on setup, and like it may be in the best terrain feature, it's in that good tree. It's tucked. And you're like, fuck, something's dying from this. Yep. Like you just feel good. That's how I feel about my blind setup. Oh, yeah. Like I, I have the same feeling. Like I have the same within a hundred yards of that blind. I have the same feeling on a Novix hang on. And I'm just like, this spot is deadly. Like I called my shot on that last year. I showed Chandler where that spot was. I'm like, right here. Mm-hmm. That's where I killed my buck. You know, it's like I have that same feel about this blind. Like you just know you have confidence that it's a good spot, and you set it up as best as your ability allows mm-hmm. you to set it up. And that's all you can do, right? Yeah, we. I've killed turkeys out of ours. Um, not R- me personally, but we've had kids out there, and they've shot turkeys out of them in the spring. So it works both <laughs> really? ways. Yeah, it's been uh, the it's shotgun been good, right yeah. out of them. Yep. <laughs> See, that's awesome. That's something I never thought about. Really, the angle's kind of weird though. You're not, you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't think about shooting a turkey. You don't point it down like a deer. <laughs> like a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dirt just flies everywhere, and there's turkey flies. <laughs> With an arrow, you just pin them to the ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 Dude, you know what? I'm turkey hunting out of that thing next spring. I'm just going to sit in there with my feet up and just <laughs> out the window. In your underwear? I was in my underwear. Sure. Why not? Bring my wife out there. She can sit in her underwear. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, sheesh. Without them. Can I come? <laughs> what? You know what, Casey? You'll do. <laughs> you'll do. You Casey's sitting there in her you underwear. You can call. <laughs> you can call, yeah. Can Fuck. I take pictures? <laughs> you can, but with my phone. Okay. <laughs> 
just that's what we, to me after. Yeah, I'll airdrop them to you. <laughs> you, got, you got a good looking beard on him. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here at Working Class Bone. We take a perfectly good <laughs> promo for Grizzly and just trash it. <laughs> exactly. That's our job. Well, so, you shouldn't have invited me. Then. Well, you know what? If you wouldn't have said it, I would have eventually. Uh, we did the Bonanza podcast, and I may or may not have ruined that entire podcast. <laughs> I was it'll, uh, it'll all pan out. The oops button. <laughs> I was what some people would say. Oops. On one. <laughs> was, I thought it was great. Doug was encouraging me. Yeah. But you got to have a good time, it was, right? It was pretty good. Okay, thanks, Eric. Sometimes when we do podcasts, Isaac, and I'm like, man, should I edit that? And then, and then I'm like, nah, we'll see how this goes. And then uh, I really never regret not editing things, to be honest with you. Yeah, because it always ends up well. We're like, ooh, that's going to sound like shit, and everyone loves it. Yeah, it keeps it real, though. Like, right. That's something I noticed right away. Like, you walk into the nice studio, like, there's no, like, prep. Like, you guys didn't sit down and be like, all right, we're going to talk about this, this, and this. Like, you just go in the room. Sit Here's down, a beer. Let's fucking like, win yeah. it. <laughs> but you know what it does? Like, we do a little bit. Like, we interrupt this program to talk to you about taxidermy. Ooh. You don't want to cheap on taxidermy, do you, Kurt? I have a lot of bad tattoos, and I have a lot of good tattoos, and I look at tattoos like taxidermy, Eric. That's right. If you're going to get something forever from a hard-earned investment, a your neck or the neck of a deer you kill, you want it to look pretty damn good. You want top-notch. Top-notch. Clean lines. You want them ears set just right. Eyes looking good. Eyes looking good. Let me Not ask all you wonky. this. You just shot a big buck, right? You get him mounted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your buddies come over to look at it. Mm-hmm. Having a couple beers, joking around, and like, hey, look at my nice mount. Mm-hmm. But they're looking away from the rack because how shitty it looks because mm. he didn't go to Old Barn. It's got a busted face like your girl because you didn't play that. Okay, sorry. That was a <laughs> they can't fix your girl, but they can fix your deer. <laughs> I, I, I fucked up on that. I ruined you went a little too hard in the paint. I'm but sorry. I got excited. <laughs> He'll play. Old Barn was taxidermy. that DNA? DNA outdoors? <sighs> It's okay. Hey. We forgive you. I hey. like to have fun. It'll play. Old It'll Barn Taxidermy can't fix your busted-looking girl, but they can fix your deer head or make your deer head look good the first round. That's a different taxidermy. Okay. Sorry, that was a bad... <laughs> yeah. That was a bad plug. Taxi to move dermy skin. Not your girl's skin. Your deer's skin. <laughs> your deer's skin. Yeah. Ter- terrible ad. I'm sorry. We came at this. We're doing bad. Sometimes we're marketing geniuses. Sometimes we don't. Do Next so well. question. <laughs> it's a hit or miss. <laughs> hit or miss. In all honesty, and being serious, Old Barn Taxidermy, uh, protect your neck and your investment, and just get good taxidermy the first time, because nothing's right. worse than getting shitty subpar taxidermy, and then you're like, son of a bitch, every time you look at it's it. It's worth a drive if you're in the local Iowa, Illinois area. If not, they got drop-off points. Look at them up online. And G2 Forms. That's Have right. your taxidermist order a G2 Form. Uh, they're very, Today. It's very nice. Very nice. Um, Trophy today. Line is a saddle company that we like. The new Venatic is out. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Have you seen their ads on YouTube? Yep. They're badass. In our system here in the studio, they wang. Lots yep. of bass in those yep. ads. Um, check out the new Venatic. Get yourself into a platform, some sticks, whatever you need. Code WCB. Save yourself some coin. I'm excited to see <laughs> Clint Casper in a saddle this year. Ooh. All saddled up. Me and Eric could be saddling it up. Yep. Like, Together. Like, Same like, saddle. Look like Tarzan out there. You guys going to freshen your guys' chip bet with a set, like if it's a saddle kill or not? Nope. No? No add-ons? No. Just well, it's done, it's done. The bet's done. I didn't know. Hey, Set in stone. My bad. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Camel Fire. Um, does your girl know you're on Camel Fire, Doug? 
Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That's between me and God. <laughs> me and God. Okay. All right. Noted. Good idea. Me and my debit card, I mean. <laughs> yeah, you and God and your debit card yeah. doesn't need to know about your camel yeah. fire purchases. Do you have post buy and regret? <laughs> Here, I'm going to get on camel fire right now just post, to see what's on there. Post buy regret? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. All right, there's oh, two. Oh, we got tree stands. Right yeah, now, while oh, we're on it, there's two hours and 22 minutes left on these Camel Fire deals. Lots of brands of tree stands. Six. Sticks. Ooh, ground blind chairs, 45% off. That's a good deal. Oh, look at those ones. Those are like bar top. These bl- this blind's 52% off. <laughs> you want my credit card now? Cool shit in here, actually. That's a cheap ass. That's what uh, sucks about when we get on Camel Fire on the air is we all get quiet because oh, we're hey, shopping. Check your. What? 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 What am I looking at? Damn, that's your cheap bohang. for that that bag target holder, right? Yeah, twenty two bucks. Shit, fuck. Price of lumber. Oh, look at the harnesses. Ooh, I do need a new harness. There you go. God damn it, man! All right, I like camo fire, but it's like I gotta buy some shit. All right. There's, anyway, we're getting out. There's good deals. Okay, we're we got sucked into the camo fire thing. Look at five bucks for face paint. You could be like all those huntresses. Shit, fuck. Love a good hunter. Put all your makeup on. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Victory Archery. Um, loving Victory Archery. 75 grain, outserts, uh, rip TKO. Best arrows out there. And I'm shooting a light and knock. Fap SS, baby. They're all good arrows, man. That's they the are. thing. It's like, Jeez. I don't really feel like I to nerd out on arrows. I like what I have. You know what I mean? Yeah, at the same time, like you're going to nerd out on arrows, though. I nerd out on them, but I found, my, I found the setup I like. Yep. So I'm not like freaking out about my, I'm not worrying about my arrow setup every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like every other year I was like, hmm, I had to go back to the drawing board. Like you never have to question it. Yeah, I'm just good with my arrows. I'm shooting dimes, so <laughs> business is good. I like your confidence. I like your confidence. All right. Back to the podcast. Sorry for interrupting. We have, <laughs> so, we have an idea on like things we want to talk about, right? Like clearly. But if we sit down and we're like, these are the five bullet points. We did this early on. Yep. If you write five questions, we will burn through those questions so fast. And then you know what you do? You're panicking for more content. Whereas if you come in naturally and you're like, oh, we know Isaac. We're just going to chat. It yep. just ends up being just a conversation rather than an, a question answer. Yeah. Nothing's forced. It's Yeah. Yeah. I guess it probably we should probably think about that though from a guest standpoint like that like we're unprepared. (laughs) I think everyone loves it. (laughs) Did we feel? Did we seem unprepared? No, because I I mean I've listened, so I know kind of what's going on. I I, get the gist. Yeah, like I, I, you know, I. You hate us. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. I mean, let's be honest, Kurt. Your wife is awesome. I mean, nothing. Personal about it. Casey yeah. has a crush on Sam. I have a says. wife. Sa- Casey has said that she thinks Sam is hot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the first time you, I met her, you, you were like, "So, what do you think?" Like, I don't know if that happened. <laughs> it was something. It was something, something along those lines. You're making, you're making things up in your dumb lesbian head. <laughs> I never said that. But I do remember. I, I do remember you said something about your wife, and I was like. Yeah, I'd do her. And you just start laughing. I mean, it's all a joke to me. Because <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. Realistically, you would. I would yeah. never cross that line. I would. But <laughs> it's funny. I could kick the shit out of you. Sam, I love you. But I would never. You can't. But kick, not like that. If a girl wants to tongue your girl down, you can't kick the shit out of <laughs> No. No. 
It's weird, right? I mean, my wife thinks she's hot, too. So. It's a compliment. Oh, shit. Cool, all right. <laughs> Two girls think my wife's hot. I'll take that, you know? Yeah. I take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. Yeah. You know? That's cool. It's pretty neat. I'm just saying, if I was a, <laughs> if I was a girl, I'd be a lesbian too, man. I get it. I remember that video they showed us in Africa. I thought I was a cowboy, but I just realized I'm a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, we gotta show Casey that. We'll have to find that. I mean, you guys are all lesbians. Technically, well, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah. So it's, uh, this is all on par for uh, grizzly hunting blinds. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you three are going on a hunt too this fall. So yeah, we have a three-way hunt, and I'm, I'm only going to be one bow in the blind. Three-way hunt. Kurt gets cut out. <laughs> Kicked out of the blind. Kurt, you got to go. Sorry. I'll be shooting shit. You guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> Keep it down in the back. <laughs> in the back. Good thing I added this mat. <laughs> Keeps it nice and quiet in here. God, we're dumb. How did this podcast get so gay? How do we start off so good and then we just end partnerships episode by episode? You know, what <laughs> we're I mean? idiots and we drink too much. That's why we should have prepared more, more old fashions next time. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably not going, a great idea. Yeah, the opposite on, way on that front, yeah, but probably less. Less? No, the answer is always more. Okay. Answer always is always more. more. Isaac, how many grizzly? Tasty, how many grizzly coolers get brought to the grizzly blind? How many? Yeah, percentage wise, I bet you it's pretty oh, high. I, yeah, it's got to be way up there. That I'm ever since we launched those uh, soft side coolers, those are the blind coolers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, I mean that's that's what people, well, are especially with kids. So like yeah. a beer, maybe, I'm I'm actually not a guy who drinks beer and then hunts. Like we had beer in the blind in Africa, but it was a it was post kill beers, you know. Yep. Yeah. Um, unless it was like the last hour, I'm like, yeah, give me one of them damn beers. It's hotter in Africa in here. And then uh, <laughs> it was I was, like, shit in I was like, oh, wait, we are in Africa. It is nice to have a celebratory beer on hand when you do arrow something. That's a fact. It's a great feeling. And you could do that with this setup. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I I mean, I got two boys, five and eight. So um, I got to take a lot of snacks. And usually I'm taking a Drifter 20 along. Yeah. You know, and just to, just to keep green cheese. The whole, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you'd be amazed how much they can put down in a two-hour sip. <laughs> and, you <got laughs> sna- and you got snacks for yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, a bush light snack, liquid snacks. Oops. 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 iPad in the cooler. <laughs> a little blue smoothie. That's right. Yeah, I mean. A little fireball? It's basically oh, hunting oh. at its finest. Yeah, it it, yeah. it is, and I, I like I say, I never was a blind guy before. I I ran a lot of climbers and then hang ons. I had I have some yeah. permanent sets, but yeah, since I've had that, and then like I say, with the kids, um, there's been multiple times where I I picked them up from daycare and school, and we head to the blind, and so they're, awesome. they're yeah. I mean, it's just it just changes kind of your mentality on what it, you can hang out with them longer. Like it just yeah. it adds that family vibe, even if they they're not hunting yet. They get to go along. They get to you know, ease see, them into sitting yeah. and all that, and they get to see stuff that you you come home and generally tell them about. But like yeah. now they get to see it firsthand, so that's even better. If you're a family man, you want to get your kids into hunting. I don't really know if there's a better way to learn to, to get a kid to sit. Especially, Especially younger, four, five, six yeah. years old. You know, the old ladies um, in the background chirping about finding a balance between hunting and family. This is the way you do it. Yeah, That's right. I just bought this blind for us, honey. Yeah. Then yeah, you you're welcome. Your, then you have your kids tell a story how dad missed the big buck. Yeah. 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 Now you got witnesses. That's yeah. my problem. Yeah. <laughs> you got witnesses. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up. Do you, uh, I, do you feel. Um, this is a question I kind of had from Mark Drury, you know, a few weeks ago when we did that. And I was like, hey, you know, do you guys get shit for hunting out of blinds a lot? Because uh, a lot of the uh, now what I'm calling is the arrogance from ignorance internet hunting crowd 
is like box blind wish i had the fucking money to do this and blah, that's not hunting and all that like as grit do you guys hear that from as you know yeah. from a grizzly standpoint we do a little bit but not near as much as i thought i would yeah to be honest like i, th- I thought it was going to be a lot of that like you go to shows like the consumer shows like the i would do classic and yep. all that. but really blinds are becoming so mainstream that people yeah. kind of are starting to realize what they're all about i mean it's not for everybody um and you know it, it's just it they're they're starting to gain so much popularity and the market is just exploding yeah um and i i think part of that is due to you know the overall hunting population is getting older too so that's the other side of things mm-hmm. but people are taking their kids yes but then a lot of those guys that were sitting in tree stands now don't want to do that yeah um and they're they're looking for something else that they can give them a break know, get to get know. out there and still keep doing what they want to do for sure um and uh this gives them that opportunity yeah yeah i think that's a, that's like the perfect answer for that you know and, and mark answered it as like you know some people give a shit but uh box blind sales are higher than they've ever been <laughs> yeah you can't so, you can't argue with sales numbers and we, we're gonna keep running them i mean it's just it we've been shipping like crazy the last two months and well, well and also it, too you know if you break it down you think about it, it's like the guys that are gonna give you shit are the same dudes that spent way too much money and time building this piece of shit wood one that rots out in three years it's a hornet's nest and they're like yeah, it's a hornet's nest you can't get in there's mice in it and they're just like at that point it's like well by the time you fix it and fuck with it do this and time is money and all that it's like you might as well just bought a single one piece <laughs> blind and not have fucked with any of it all right and then and the same people aren't batting an eye at spending a thousand dollars on a gun and then putting a scope on it for another thousand dollars or they're buying a four thousand dollar crossbow that's out there right now or right. you know they, you know yeah everything costs money it's just yeah. a matter of you know where your priorities are and where, where what you want to do that's a big thing man and, and i think um I don't know. I I go I go in and out of like these weird phases with hunting, not hunting, but hunting on the internet. Like, and, and I think it's just because of our position in the public space. I when hunting is like, yeah. you know, we see the grief come and go, and then I get like annoyed with like certain trends or whatever with the internet. But right now, I'm just kind of screaming that there's just so much arrogance from ignorance. Yep, like. All the haters are so arrogant about shit they know, and it's fucking wrong. Or it's just from a perception that's stupid. And or a lot of people are just stuck in their ways, and they don't want to fucking make yeah. a change. Well, but that's fine, too. But I think where the problem gets crossed is like, okay, Eric gets us hunting blind. If I'm one of those arrogance from ignorance guys, fuck you, Eric. Must be nice. Wish I was this guy. Well, you're not working class. You got this box blind. You went to Africa. You're not working class. Right. Meanwhile, the dude's got a $700 diesel truck payment with a big stupid pipe so he can fucking smoke out Prius. Yeah, and a 5,000 square foot house. Yeah, and he's spending X amount <laughs> on fucking grizzly chew a month and wants to bitch about you prioritizing your trips and right. all this stuff. It's and like child support. That, Roll that smoke, boy. But, but I feel like that is like so strong right now in hunting culture on the internet only. I don't really feel like it's that way in real life. I feel like it's just on the internet. Right. Yeah. And maybe it's just our perspe- uh, perspective because we, we kind of get slapped with it. I'm sure you guys see it more than most, you know, yeah, just given yeah. your platform and everything. Yeah, so maybe I'm like my whole rant right there was not relatable to most people, but to me, that's just like a common trend. And I'm, I exaggerated a little bit on it, but... Um, but it happens. But it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's the same thing. It's like... He probably didn't see as much because, I mean, people that are calling him want to blind. 
They're not going to call him a bitch about <laughs> yeah. it. They're not going to call him a bitch about I'm gonna call it. having a blind. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys are selling these high Stick the coolers, nerd. I'm calling you right now because blinds are stupid. <laughs> I can't afford one and you sell them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. He probably didn't see it yeah. very much. Okay. Touche. <laughs> yeah, my calls are slightly skewed that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? Like, I feel like that's like a common trend. It doesn't, you know, take hunting blinds out of it. Take... Um, expensive tree stands out of it. Take, uh, you know, it could be public private. It could be compound crossbow. There's a lot it's of that, like a little bit, everything. There's un- so many variables in there. Yeah, it's like a lot of that unnecessary, just fucking making noise at each other. It's not even conversation, right? It's just making noise. It's ignorant. People like to argue. Arrogance yep. from ignorance, man. Yep. And I, I don't know how you feel about it, Isaac, but I feel like the my theory is it goes back to the basketball theory. And I don't even I just made that term up for this, but it's like um, basketball or baseball, any sport. <laughs> it, plug in, plug in any sport. Here's my theory: if so, people are arrogant with hunting, right? Even guys who don't kill shit are arrogant about it. Or can be not all, but there's the exceptions. If you could play somebody in a game of hunting, like you could basketball or say fr- fighting. You, I think that would take the, the arrogance factor out of it because you're not with someone when they're hunting. When they're like, oh, I would have passed that. I passed this. You should have seen the deer I passed this year. Didn't kill nothing because I'm passing them all. Meanwhile, that dude's by himself, and he's just making all that shit up. Where he pretends he shit that. If a dude's like, dude, I'm the best <laughs> there is at basketball, I could dunk on you. Like, all right, let's play a game <laughs> of basketball. And then if, if you suck, then you're exposed. Right. With hunting, you can't really do that. So I think that's where a lot of that like arrogant ignorance comes from. That's yeah. That's a cool perspective. I guess I've never, <laughs> never thought about it like that. I mean, that, that where'd you come up with that? That's right on. I've been talking about that I mean, for a while, man. <laughs> but does I it like make that. sense? I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that for sure. I mean, who? Everybody's got their own opinion on what they do, and if it works for them, it may not work. You know, two miles down the road, even you know, like yeah, you just right. can't. There's no way to qualify anything. Yeah, everybody's got their own way of doing. They stuff can say whatever they, they want. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what are you killing? That's yeah, really what we're, that's what your scoreboard boils down to. You know, if you're going to be that arrogant, what's your scoreboard say? That's what it is. Get I guess dunked on, get dunked on the Jordans, a little dunk. But if you're the, I pass on everything <laughs> guy at the bar. It's like, you just, you're out there to watch a deer. Yeah. Cool. If you're a bird watching, yeah. bird watching like that. <laughs> yeah. I usually tell them just bird watching. <laughs> just enjoy the birds. You man. pass yeah. what? I pass a cardinal. Well, it's illegal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good thing you passed it. Yeah, yeah that's why I passed it. <laughs> hey, uh, state bird, gold central, bald, bald eagle. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, living freedom there, but bro, about a one twenty inch bald eagle. Sorry, we derailed here on this grizzly podcast. All but. good. But it kind of is relative, yeah. like, you know, with the box blind, the more bougie, more high end hunting, I guess, in a way. Yeah. You gotta. We have to talk about that criticism a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it it, it is out there. I mean, I, I I mainly see it. You know, it shows on occasion when somebody just they're not they're not really the buyer for crossbows, but they just want to look at know, it, do the sticker shock yeah. thing. Like, oh man, that's a lot of money for yeah. going to chase a deer and just getting know. the inside of your show but, blind all dirty with their shitty Crocs. <laughs> <You're just telling laughs> yeah. Get out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, you're gonna have that and. Um, that's where you know if we can make the best one we can possibly make and make the features the way we want it and the accessories the best we possibly can yeah you know the thing is going to sell itself people that are going to get in it that are our box blind hunters maybe they're they're new to the game and they just want to try it you know this, yeah you know that that 
you know, it's opened some eyes for sure. I mean, it, it even opened mine. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I was it opened skept- ours. <laughs> I was skeptical yeah, about sure. sitting in blinds myself. You know, I just I'd never done it. And yeah, um, I mean, the main thing with me was the kids like that. It's a big sell by by far. Um, secondary would just basically the wind. You know, I, I, I have to worry a lot about thermals where I'm at. And just to have that containment um Hard change, to beat. changes the game in some of those spots where i could never get a tree stand in you know mm-hmm. you might have an opportunity you know. so so when you hunt out of yours are your windows shut the whole time yeah i uh very rarely open up my windows uh when i'm hunting uh sometimes i will um but normally they're all latched i'll take a beer eric if you're gonna grab one I'm anything good. isaac i'm good <clears throat> you sure so you keep them shut while you're hunting yeah so there's there's a middle latch dead center in all the windows I, that's the one that i leave latched mm. i open up all the rest of them so that way if i have to get a shot at something and it's quick and things are happening it's one latch and i can open up the window quick mm. uh, that's a good tip and the other thing too i forgot to mention with the windows is our hinges um very very quiet but they're also adjustable so they're friction hinges you don't have to latch them open to anything so they're just going to stay open on their own so i've been in situations where i'm holding my bow in one hand reach down unlatch the window open it up and it's going to stay open i can go right into my draw cycle and i don't have to worry about the window falling down making That's a bunch nice. of noise um it's very very user friendly and those hinges can be adjusted uh with an allen wrench so you can loosen them up you can tighten them if you want mm. to however mm. your personal preference is yeah if you like those vertical windows you want those to open more freely just loosen up the hinges you just thought of everything yeah <laughs> try to that is very well <laughs> thought out when you step into one of those things you you're like man i never thought of this or i never thought of that you know, after being in three or four competitors and then stepping into this thing, it's like, damn, these guys did. Yeah. They thought of everything. Well, and that's too, it's like when, when we're talking about walking into them at trade shows, it's like, you know, I don't have experience with hunting out of them. So that's why like, we kicked so many tires walking in. It's like, well, we've been in a bunch. We've been in a ton of them. It's Never like, hunt out of them. Open the window, do yeah. this. Some have different window systems. And I think a lot of them just overcomplicate the window system. It's like these sliding windows and all this shit and a sandbag and all the, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. like this bag yep. that pulls the wind. It's like it's, a domino effect. Yet it it's cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but, it's, you know, in the heat of the moment, when you don't have to worry about shit, you just yeah. open the window. <laughs> I mean, now, I mean. Let's be real. It's it's harder to shoot a deer out of a blind. It just mm-hmm. is. You don't you don't yeah. have the room like you do in a tree stand. So like angles, misconception ang- though. Yeah. That's a misconception. Yeah. Angles no, it's, matter. It's an art form. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. easier we can make that process, the smoother it's going to go for you. And I mean that's, that's Mark Jury when we did that podcast at his house about we talked about shooting out of box blinds. He's the one that made me realize like this is harder than killing one out of a hang on. I, shooting out of a hang yeah. on. Um, it might be easier to do a hang and bang and kill one than it is setting a box blind up and predicting it's going to be that, you know, you have to almost just like, that's my spot. You yeah, know, once it's there, it's yeah. there. But getting your shot off is way more difficult out of a box blind than it would be a hang on. Yeah. More, more than likely. It's crazy. I had one last year. It wasn't a buck. It was a mature doe with a fawn um, that came in and uh, I had my boys with me. It was one of those situations where, we had a front coming through and the rain was going to stop at a little after five thirty, And so I said, all right, boys, I'm going to, I picked them up from school and daycare. We went home and got all the snacks ready and the drifter 20 and got all of our stuff <laughs> and went to the blind. And then I said, all right, boys, it's going to be wet. Like we're going to get wet walking to the blind, mm-hmm. but we're going to get in there. We'll be dry. And then the rain's going to stop and we're going to see deer right after that rain stops. You watch. Yeah. 
And sure enough, we got in there and they were jacking around, just just getting settled. And sure enough, those 15, 20 minutes, the rain stopped, quarter to six, and here comes some does. And she, we had them come into the food plot and uh, she was coming out right in my lane. It was going to be about a 21-yard shot. Got my bow ready, got them situated so they could see. That's another thing with kids. Like, you're always... You got to worry about opening the window, <laughs> making sure your bow is going to be ready and you're going to have a shot and when to, if you're going to stop the deer, if you got to stop her or whatever, you got to do all this. Then you got to make sure that they're good, right? Right. right yeah. They're not going to come walking over. How, how they, old are your boys? Uh, five and eight. Okay. So they're in that sweet spot probably, yep, right? Yep. So we, I'm sitting there and she turns and right when I open up the window, she turns right away from the blind and looks back at me over her shoulder and I'm already at full draw. So I'm sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. I'm, out, I'm right out one of the corner windows. So perfect bow window, but she doesn't have any, any angle for me to shoot her. And I've got these two sitting there just staring at me like, what are you doing, What's Dad? going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot this thing. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there holding, 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 trying to hold this bow back. And it felt like an eternity, but I just kept looking at them like, well, they're expecting me to get this done. Like, you're going to have to pull this together because they, yeah. they want to see this deer get shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, Come on, Dad. What are you doing? <laughs> she finally turns and I was able to get a shot. But, like, they were standing straight up looking out that, that one of the horizontal windows and they could see everything perfect and it was it was worked great in that situation but it just shows like if i was in a tree stand that would have been the easiest thing in the world to right get accomplished i wouldn't have to draw that early i wouldn't have to do all this yeah. other stuff <laughs> but in a blind you have you to had worry a crowd about that. yeah and, and, a, and a crowd about, right <laughs> you think about what they're doing critiquing my every yeah. every move dad you, know? you kind of punched the trigger on yeah. that shot but just, you did got double you got double lung still so that's good yeah I just picture kids like in the blind like me in south africa like when they see an animal I don't, I was like, I gotta see it. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, he's like, quit moving. I'm like, I gotta see it. Or if you make a bad shot right when they walk in the door, mom, dad made a bad shot. Loser, they gotta they give it some time. Dad fucked up. Dad's a loser. But, but how fun, man! I, I think back, like, you know, my dad just threw me into whatever stand I could get in. That's how you learned because there wasn't yeah. those options. But like. How much better could it have been for me to like cut my teeth starting hunting way younger and, blind. and watch my dad kill some deer? Like, how much better would that be for my shot process? You know, when it come to staying calm and seeing this happen before and all that, being quiet. Because really, it was like bow hunting. I I didn't watch somebody do it before me. Mm-mm. I, I was like either. thrown into it. I'm like, oh fuck! I didn't think I'd get this nervous. Right? You know, <laughs> it's like. There's some pressure there. Right. Um, it might make kids more comfortable to have that opportunity, I think, watching their Just dad moving, or too. whatever. It's like when you first bow hunt, you move, you're like, fuck, they already saw me. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. They're trying to be all nice and slow, and you're like, oh, fuck, they see me. My <laughs> yeah, like sitting there waving at him. <laughs> I will say my dad set up a – he got a big-ass um, – it was a ladder stand from Cabela's, and he got the shroud. I don't know if that's even what it's called. But it was like the bar oh, went yeah. down. It had this like cover around the it. mesh around it. The no, sleeper yeah, bar. but it was like the Cabela's camo. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. Yeah, the, the sleeper bar, but it hung down. It velcroed around it and hung down to the platform. I just called that. So you sleep on it. You crawled. You crawled underneath. The, it was like a tarp that went around it. Yep. So from the rail up. So when I was sitting down, you could just see my head sticking out. That probably saved me. I killed my first year out of one of them. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst box blind ever is what it was you yeah, know pretty much the cheap yeah. box blind what's that the cheap box blind yeah pretty much the old cabela's camo shroud i remember it 
like got sleeping. You know what I'm talking about? That old Cabela's mm-hmm. camo. Yeah. Had the big, uh, you know, the helicopter plants, whatever they are. Had, they were like that big. They're like on the Cabela's camo. You know what I'm talking about? It kind of had that 3D um, cut it, to it, too. Like it was supposed to. Yeah. What the hell was that camo called? Was it called Inclusion? I like, <laughs> I like the helicopter. Good. You know what I'm talking about? No. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> it's no. a sycamore seed. Sycamore seed. Okay. I think Kurt's making shit up again. I'm not. You'll see. You'll see. Shut up. Can't even spell camo. <laughs> camo. Camo. Cabela's camo. Okay. Vintage. We're too recent. Yeah, you're going to need to go way back. Back in the No, nah, it's still around. I think it is. Fuck. It's <laughs> Fuck, it's not. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Uh, oh, Cabela's camo pattern old. You guys will know. When you old. see it, you'll be like, ah. Okay, not that old. Oh, come on. You're full of shit. Uh, I don't know. John Denver like full of said, shit. Shut up. up. <laughs> well, fuck me, Ronald. <laughs> it exists, I You're swear. You're fucking dreaming. There, there'll be some listeners that'll have my back. You were high. You were high when you said that. Nope. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll post a picture of it after this podcast goes up. I have sleeping bags. Old school sleeping bags. That Some listener will, you, will remember the name you, of it. And pull oh, it here out. it is right here. You done lost it. It's a leaf. That's it right there. It even said Midwest. It looks like Canada. real tree. Oh, that's like the, that's an old school real tree. Here, is that real free? Real free. Is but it, see these, the helicopter things. Yeah, bit. that's oh. a sycamore. Sycamore if you scroll seed. down, it says Midwest camo. Midwest camo patterns. But that's oh, the shit. pattern. You called it, though, Kurt. It does have sycamore seeds in it. See? Well, so I'm not helicopter. I'm not a complete idiot. But that's what the, I don't... Helicopter, helicopter. You're just an idiot. Let's see if this it's has... The, the, <laughs> all I'm saying is Grizzly needs to um, contract... Uh, I'll see. This is a list of camo patterns in the Midwest. What, From 96. What, what year is this website? Okay. What year is this 2010. Blog? Okay. So it's pretty recent. 2010? That's what it says. Seclusion. I was close. I said inclusion. There it is. I might be an idiot. I'm thinking sycamore. I think it might be silver maple. I had both of those trees in my yard. I think it's a silver maple that has, the, maple has, has helicopter. the helicopter. Yeah. Yep. But you know I'm not full of shit because I, I remember that trees. specific detail about that pattern. It's about birds. I have an old school <laughs> heavy sleeping bag. Sam's been trying to throw it away since we met. Um, but I got it when I was a kid, and I. it's still in the house. So... Fuck it ain't you. going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. There's holes in it. What if I need it? <laughs> you, are you guys not familiar with that pattern? Do you know that I've pattern? Never seen I remember it. Now I've never seen it. Yeah. Yep. That's what that shroud was around yeah. my blind. Like I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I wouldn't use that. What patterns do you guys grow up with? Isaac, Real tree, you, bro. Real tree. Real, yeah. What would you grow up with? Mossy oak. Which pattern? Which was like the pattern when you break were, up? The breakup. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. the pattern that sticks out to me that I remember the most. Was uh, the advantage camo? Yeah, yeah advantage. I, I got into yep. the scene like ninety seven, ninety eight, and it was just brand new, and like everything was advantage camo. Yeah, yeah. Um, you really had the advantage, huh? Oh yeah. Shit, yeah. I grew up duck hunting, so when we went deer hunting, you're just wearing wetland shit, you know. Do the advantage camo was the shit? Look at oh, these yeah. uh, classic. I can see that guy. Bam! Oh my god! This is my favorite old school pictures. Like, Where's he at? 
You can't even see that guy. I love those old camo ads like this. Uh, yeah, the black right favorite. here, right here. That's the advantage pattern you're talking about, Austin. Can't see me. Yeah. Right. Uh, that it says advantage. Why is this a UK website? What the fuck let's are we go, doing? Let's go back. <laughs> see, it says advantage right there on his sleeve. Because they're just getting that camo pattern now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're behind on the times. <laughs> All right, right there is advantage. Drinking tea out of their grizzly. Here. Yeah. Go. Yep. That's yep. advantage. Yep. Yeah, that pattern's badass. That was my first softball case was that pattern. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I know exactly yep. which one yep. you're talking about, too, because I had one. Yeah. The Cabela special. Uh-huh. I think I still got it, too. I think my bow fishing boat was in that one. That's pretty cool, man. That yeah. is still a good-looking pattern. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, yeah, that was a Bill Jordan we special. Own, we should make our own pattern. God, it'd be tough. But Huntworth is killing it with our patterns, man. Huntworth yeah. is doing a really great job. Um flora oh yeah look at that you <laughs> looks like something there on you your go. grandma's couch <laughs> it does <laughs> That's what I with the plastic covers on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think my grandma had that couch how do we get involved in this what are we in right Man, now this is trippy I don't know. <laughs> you're going all kinds of shit right now holy moly these are all wallpapers from the 70s <laughs> they are yeah, but they're sure. all decent camo patterns really um should we just pick one and call it our camo well, we have fucking Martha and her fucking pattern specialist after our ass. We'll call it the Karen pattern. These are kind of cool, aren't they? I mean, if you were I mean, a cow. like fucking wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, now you see me, now you don't. I'm wearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's couch material, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, cor- <laughs> it's like, it's like corduroy. Yeah. Stan, we got you. That's a good looking pattern. What'd you grow up with, Casey? Were you? I think my first pair of coveralls probably looked just like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you grow up with, Eric? Real tree. Real tree. Which pattern was like? We were a real tree family. I mean, whatever my dad bought. Really? A little bit of everything. I had a real tree hardwoods, hardwoods HD dude, hardwoods was comforter and sheets and pillows, and I still have them. And Sam wants to throw them away, and. I said, bitch, you ain't throwing them away. No. <laughs> I said, bitch. <laughs> I said, bitch. <laughs> you said that? I said it, dude. <laughs> I still have an OG, like, real tree button-up shirt. That was my dad's. I got to wear it in here sometime. That's cool. I'm going to steal it. Yeah, look at that. There, there's some real tree advantage at, at work right there. Look at that. You got to give. Look, look, at, the, a, look the, at the bow. Look at the camera guy in the background. You need to see that guy. Oh, shit. He's got a bow, too. Holy shit. That's the golden eagle right there, boy. Yep. These are cool sure to look is. up, man. Yeah, that guy has one more arrow. Look at the light on that them. thing. What was the bow that was big back in the day? It was wasn't it like the Jennings Buckmaster? Wasn't that like the big bow back yeah. in the day? Parker was real big back in the day. Uh, Martin was real big in those times. Oh, PSE yeah. was a popular one. I think Hoyt was my first one, my real deal one. What was your first? Bo- what was your first bow ever? What what model? Um, Hoyt. Dude, I think you and I had the yeah, same I think one. We did. Ultra Sport. Yeah, Ultra Sport. That was my first bow. My first real. I had a couple other bows before. That was my first. Like my dad bought. Yeah, that was my first killing bow. My bear Alaskan was Advantage camo, but I only shot it for like six months, and I realized really? how bad it sucked. And then I went there and got a high country. Ultra Sport. Quite one hundred seventy bucks. Shit, fuck. Not so much. Look at that. You shit. Still got oh. it. Yeah, so good. You still have it? Yeah. I wish I still had mine. Can you bring it in? I think Doug has every bow he owned still. I, I only have one, but one, I only sold one. An, an Elite? Yeah. 
Which which one was it? Um, the ritual. Here, I'll show you guys. I got proof. Oh, we're diving in the Kurt's files. I didn't know there he is fighting. <laughs> those are all private. You can't right there. The new rig. <laughs> can't dive into those. No. <laughs> I'm looking for the hunting ones. Albums. That's where you're at. Right here, baby. Yeah, boy. Hoyt Ultra Sport. There she is. That. Got that true glow sight. It's my oh, first yeah. deer ever. You were the fucking bees and knees back then. Find is that a whisker biscuit I see? Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Goddamn right. Hey, my first bow had a whisker biscuit on it, too. That's a good starter yeah. rest. For sure. For sure. But yeah, that was uh, the old Hoyt Ultra. Oh, Look at it. Get my first buck with it. You can't see it, but it's in there. First buck with a bow. See it? Kurt's not looking yeah, at Kurt's all. Yeah, Kurt's just not looking at me. Oh, you can see it. That's a good photo, too. Yeah, all straight facing it. With I had braces. Mustache. I had braces, so. Yeah, can't show them. No. It's gay. Cool. <laughs> what was your first hey. one, Isaac? First bow. First bow. It was a Hoyt as well. It was an intruder. Really? Yeah. I don't know that one. I don't yeah. know. Big, long sucker, 40 inches, axle, axle. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a... Hoyt intruder. Two-by-four. It's a two-by-four. Two yeah. It. Yeah, see if you can find it. Hoyt intruder. Oh, like this? Hoyt USA Raider intruder? Yep, that's it. Oh, damn, here's one right here. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's yeah, badass. Yeah. Got them hatchet cams, yeah, boy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hatchet <laughs> cams. <laughs> What was yours, Austin? Your first bow? Mine was a High Country Ultra Force, and it did have the hatchet cams for sure. Now, when I draw it back, I'm just amazed that I could kill anything with it because you can draw it back and then you can draw it back another inch. Like, there's you so still much have it also? Oh, yeah. There's so much play in that yeah. cam. That's one bow I'll never get rid of. The value. I killed yeah. my first. I, I killed my first three big bucks and like two elk with that bow. Goddamn. That. Mm, yeah, that's all black, but that might be it. It's got them hatchet cams. Hatchet. My cam. my riser was cut out. I had cut outs in my riser. Oh, you high, did. High Country Ultra Force. Nope. High Country Ultra Force bow. Right there. Yep. Bingo. Oh, that's sweet. Looking. That's the exact camo and everything. What is that? Your bow. That's it. Right. There. That's it on the floor. Yeah, I regret selling mine. You know, looking back, I wish I still had it. Um. Then I had a Hoyt X-Tech was like the, that was like shooting the top of the line shit for me. You know, I was like, man, I went to Bowtech. You did? I did. Ooh. You did? I shot Hoyt right up until I realized that Elite was a better bow, pretty much. Not a better bow, but a more comfortable bow for me. Yeah. Wrong terminology. Back. Yeah. Fun. Casey, what was your first one? It was a Hoyt, but I don't remember which one. Why is a Hoyt? A Hoyt's a man. Utah company. It was a, it was a youth bow. It's kind of a cool get closer. Story. Pull that mic up. There you go. Kind of Get a cool there. story because my my grandpa owned probably I think altogether around eight hundred acres. Jesus, damn. Yeah. Spoiled. It's good, good grandpa. Kind of must, be must be nice. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's gone. Um, he had a guy, and I'm not sure where he came from, but he, um. He owned like an archery store or whatever, and he came up, you know, probably gave my grandpa some money to hunt for X amount of days, whatever. And he ended up giving my grandpa um, 
Well, I think he he talked to my grandpa like, hey, do you have somebody who wants to get into archery, you know, whatever. And he gave my grandpa a youth Hoyt bow that he got from his shop or whatever. And my grandpa ended up giving it to me for Christmas. So that was my very first bow. And it was That's a, pretty cool. It was a Hoyt. I don't remember which one it present. was, but I think my parents maybe still have it. See, Hoyt like hit it good in the nineties, two thousands. Like their Midwest market oh, was on point, but they're a Utah. They're a Salt Lake company, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Which is weird. Is like, I don't feel like everyone shoots Hoyt like they did. No. It still has years. a market on everything, though. I mean, overseas. But I and... feel like they lacked up their marketing on the Midwestern hunter. Oh, yeah, like they have sure. bone collector for the Midwest and Southern guys, but like they have like Cameron Haynes and I feel like they've kind of went the fitness more mountain guy. More Western Utah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's bad move. Well, the most, <laughs> I, 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 not for us. <laughs> we're fat. <laughs> we're talking box blind. I tried body <laughs> wounds. It, it has to put my weight in. I was like, what? <laughs> What's your weight? You don't qualify. Your BMI. <laughs> you don't take your a BMI, BMI test by a Hoyt. It just said the, like, the red asterisk when you put something, the password in wrong. Fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lose weight. Huh? Just fat shames you. It's like, well, it looks like I'm buying an elite. You got to lose 30 pounds to buy this bow. Elite won't fat shame you. Buy elite. It's true. They never fat shamed us. Never. Hey, they killed some shit, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That's right. Isn't it nice to get some stuff under the belt like before? You, Isaac, you're coming to Africa. And Casey, you're coming to Africa one of these days. Oh, I hope so. We're, awesome. Every boner's got to go. Yep. You have to go. Those pictures you guys posted on social media, I was just, every day, I was like, oh Dude, every God, day, that looks like a ball trip. Something died every day. Yeah. Every day. It's, I don't think you can go anywhere else and shoot that much <laughs> shit in that amount of time. It's just a shoot 'em up rally. So many animals. It was crazy because, like, we don't have service, so you get back, and I was like, I shot on Paul and Kurt's like, I shot on Paul and Kurt's like, I shot one, too. <laughs> like, everyone just. I know. I shot mine the first morning <laughs> yeah. at, like, 7 30. I'm like, I. Like the whole time we got back and by, I'm like, I wonder if I'm the only one that's shouting things. Yeah, I did too. I was like, <laughs> because you don't know, because you can't text each other, you know? Yeah. No, but I was getting, uh, Stuart had services. Oh, somebody shot at a pop. I didn't know who. Yeah, at the time they didn't know uh, names yet, really. Yeah. You guys, you got to go. And now you guys knocked all the dust off and you're ready for the fall here. Like, that's. Yep. It's a big Shooting yeah. dimes. I mean, it's a big deal, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's like, I feel more confident than ever. Yeah, you don't got to break the ice. No, do you already, do that? Already broke the ice. I do. You, do, you, do you shoot a, a doe <laughs> first to try to? Yep. Yeah. Break the ice a little bit. Hundred percent. Yeah. Do you? Sure. Yeah. You do the same. I try to, except I, there's been a couple of situations where I haven't just because I I'd been chasing a good one and I, yeah. didn't, I didn't want trying to get up early. the spot. Yeah, yeah, trying to get him early. Like I knew that my only shot was going to be early, and then I won't. But typically, yeah, I'm I'm that guy. I try to shoot one early. That would I do the tough. Same. Big buck is your first like animal you see and to shoot at yeah yeah you want to just like i don't know i'm, I'm kind of superstitious it's like yeah knock the dust off yeah, yeah like realize right, i'm still gonna new, shoot a dust new bow like then that's like um uh, that's gonna sound spoiled how i word that sometimes i wish i could keep a bow for longer right oops <laughs> where's the button <laughs> but i love having new bows because we're kind of bow nerds that's true. But, you know, it's like the superstitious part of me. Like, if I wasn't superstitious, I wouldn't have that feeling. But I'm like, ah, oh, I got to get comfy with this one. It's got to it's gonna murder something. You know? 
Someone's got to do. Don't say that. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Are you that way? Like with a new bow? Oh yeah, for sure. You're gonna know yep. it can do it. Yep. Yep. I. You get comfortable with something you don't want to switch. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Awesome. What do you? How do you feel about that? Well, before we were sponsored by Elite, I was like the kind of guy that keep my bow six or seven years. Yeah. Like I was superstitious. I get something set up. I'm comfortable with it. I'm familiar with it. I'm not gonna. You know. It you know it works. Right. But now. They were sponsored by Elite, and we're getting a new bow every year. It's like, well, send that one down the road and try the new model out. It's fun, isn't it? Oh, it is. That's a blast. And honestly, they all shoot so good. It's like you pick it up, and you're shooting good with it the first day or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah you can pick up any of mine. Well, a lot of it is it's like we've been shooting. Yeah. Right. I think if you didn't shoot. But that's also, too, like part of the, I think, a disadvantage of having a bow for so long. I'm comfortable. I don't need to shoot so much. I know what's on. True. Mm-hmm. That might fuck you more in the long True, run than yeah. it would be making you want to practice because you got to trip you got to shoot this new bow yep you know you, we, you gotta we, we probably we probably shoot our bows a lot more than the dude who keeps a bow for six seven years because it's like you have to get familiar with your new rig yep casey how do you yeah. feel about it you, like how would, would you like a new bow every year or are you kind of like um i think the more like get on your mic a little bit there like when i got my new my last bow i guess I shot a lot more. Now that I'm comfortable with it, I don't think I shoot quite as much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that makes Because which elite? You, you have an elite. Yeah. Ritual 30. It's a good bow. I believe. It's a good bow. Yeah. That's right. And I, I love it. And it seems like every time I pick it up, even if I haven't used it in a while, it's just, it's like riding a bicycle. Yeah. I mean. Right. That's what you want yeah. in a bow. But, of course, when I get, you know, out in the stand, I usually fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, My nerves get the best yeah, of that's me different. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's, that's a growth thing, you know? But it was like, you know, I went to the shoot this summer, and I hadn't hardly picked up my bow. And I shot a couple times before the shoot, and I went to the shoot, and I was like, man, I'm shooting actually pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, good thing it, the shoot's kind of early, you know? So yeah. It's, good. it's like... I mean, like I said, it's kind of like riding a bicycle. Once mm-hmm. you get it, once you get it dialed in, it's. That's why I do the shoot. We're yeah. testing you. The shoot. It's early enough to get you motivated. The so. shoot is the shit. Thank I'm you. Telling you. No, thank the you. Shoot is the shit to shoot all year. Hell yeah. Well, Isaac, what did we miss about Grizzly Man? We we didn't really talk drinkware and like soft sided stuff, but. We'd... Yeah, I mean, I think we covered most of the stuff on the blinds, but yeah, like I say, we do have the drinkware lineup. Uh, we're going to be adding some skews to that this year, so. Uh, just keep a keep a heads up on our social media, the website. Uh, we've got a dealer locator on there as well, so very cool. Find where you can get them. I, I think we're gonna that. be. We'll have some options for working class bow hunter yeah. stuff coming soon. down the line. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're working. We got some good out. ideas. Yeah, something real unique. We'll make it look. We'll make it look cool. Do you have yeah. built-in cup holders in your blinds? Huh? That, that, that might be an coming. option. Yeah, huh. I don't want to. I don't want to give that away. Shut up, yeah. Casey. Casey. Hey, hang on. I'm. Stay tuned. There, there stay is tuned. a shelf in there. Stay tuned. I don't. I don't know what the hell's going on. Stay tuned. I'm just here. Another quick little pro tip yeah. with the blinds. What I did this year, I was going to build a platform like Kurt did, but we kind of wanted to go where I wanted to put it. I couldn't get in there because the corn's already up. So my buddy had an old gravity feed wagon. Oh boy. So we built a floor oh. in it. And cut one side out. We set on top of that, so it's like a mobile. It's badass. It's a mobile hunting blind now. 
It's on wheels. I need to do that. Yeah. I need to find one of them. After seeing that picture, I am all in on that game. That looks that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he picked up so a, much he already had the it. gravity wagon because he put yeah. like a just a regular ground blind on it last year and he's like, Yeah, hey, I took my kids out, it was freezing, like I didn't have a spot for it this year because the corner's already up. I'm like, hey, what are you going to do with that gravity feed wagon? Because I got a blind for it. He should burn that blind. I got a new one. <laughs> I got well, a new one. I'm in the market for a gravity wagon. If anybody's got one, uh, <laughs> I got, contact me. I got uh, one. My number phone number is 309. Is. I'm just going to <laughs> Just email us, all right? I'll buy it. As long as it's free. Um, <laughs> Everybody be on Facebook Marketplace now looking at gravity wagons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's a big, it's a piece of <laughs> shit. I think, he, I think he picked the whole thing up for like 200 bucks. Hey, if it sits and rolls 100 yards. As long as it moves, you're good. I already have like three I'm going to use. Well, give me one. She's going to steal uh, one from Marv? Uh, my uncle. Oh. Yeah, does he have one he'd sell? Maybe. More fucking hook Take you it. four hours to get it home. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just drive down the highway. <laughs> Just down the highway at 30 mile an hour. <laughs> on, a, on 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting ass packed by a fucking big wheeler. <laughs> All right. Isaac, where can people find Grizzly? Where can people find you? Where can people find anybody that wants to do anything with Grizzly and us or anybody else? Uh, Grizzly, just grizzlycoolers.com. You'll see them Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, whatever you're on there. Just search TikTok? Grizzly coolers. Yeah. yeah you guys have a TikTok? TikTok? They are starting one. So Fuck if yeah. it's not up now, it, it will be coming. We'll It'll be some, up by the time this we'll episode We'll make some videos. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Put the pressure on them. Be like, hey, you got to mid-September. I mean, it was yeah. talked about. I, did, I just, I'm putting that, that out there. We'll, uh, about. Why not? We can make yeah. some videos for you. Be cool. Uh, myself. Uh, Isaac Etzinger on Facebook. I don't use Facebook a whole lot. Um, IG Outdoors Media on Instagram. I use that a lot more. So anything yeah. hunting related coming up fall will probably be more on there. Cool. Awesome. And then if people want to, you know, if you don't get a blind before this fall, um, pushing her, come to any of the trade shows, really, consumer shows. Um, you guys are going to have a blind there. The mo- Everyone that we do, you guys are pretty much there. Yeah, we're. Uh, I'm going to do the Nebraska one this uh, next uh, winter cycle um, mm-hmm. in February. I think that one is. Uh, we'll be at the Iowa Deer Classic again for sure, and we may add a couple more there at the end that, that go into March. Indianapolis, so, you got to yeah, do that one. That's a good one. We'll Wisconsin. get you on that one. Okay. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Indiana's uh, one of our favorites. Nice. Indiana. You really need to do PA because there's box blinds everywhere out there. You guys would mop the floor with all the box blinds at PA. PA would. That one's like long. Two weeks long. Yeah, that show sucks. It's nine uh, days. <laughs> we won't be there to help you work that booth. You but know, you should go. It'd you be know, a good idea if you did it, but we won't be there. What would you rather do, PA or the travel to South Africa and back? South Africa. South back. Africa, hands down. <laughs> yeah, right? That's how bad it is. Just I, think, think about this, Kurt. We traveled almost longer driving to PA than we flew to South Africa. Yeah, Eric and I had a long... It was 21 home. hours of fucking... PA and it was 24 hours to because the weather took six Africa. hours to get. There. I'll say this: oh, if Grizzly crazy. does PA, I'll work three days of the show. Yeah, yeah like, first like, class though, just to be there. I was just gonna say, what what shift does everybody want? <laughs> I want first class weekend. If you guys oh. do PA, I'll do three days of the PA show. <laughs> I'll offer three days of free work. Um, only you cover meals and beer, Grizzly, and no. uh, and stay. And stay. I'll just sleep in the blind. Fuck it. <laughs> At the show. <laughs> yep. Just smell like cow shit. Yeah, right. 
You just yeah, get waking up by people open up the door. <laughs> like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, empty beer cans everywhere. I think he's homeless. All the tattoos. Like, there's a homeless guy in here. There's a homeless felon here in your blind. <laughs> the amateur's like, it's a devil. Yeah. <laughs> Might not want to go in there for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The amateur, like, all scared of me. It's like, listen, yeah, you got a devil in your blind up there. My felony was bullshit, you know. <laughs> from I Mike, got, from Mike and the boys, I got caught on some bullshit. <laughs> I got a good behavior. <laughs> yeah, it's called a soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's round table? Get the hell out of here, Austin. What do you got? Uh, great podcast, man. Looking forward to stepping in one of them blinds this fall. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Casey. Dare I ask? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, talked about tonguing down my wife the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous, dangerous question. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm all talk, really. Yeah, um, we know. So I've only really hunted out of a blind like one time, and it was for coyotes, and I saw 14 deer. So it must be good for deer hunting, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> a great question. Yeah, perfect. Great Casey, question. buy one, buy one tomorrow. All right, yeah. what are you doing? All over it. Okay. Dare I ask? Me? Yeah, I'm looking at you, Eric. I'm just excited to get into this year and try it out because I've never been in a box blind before. So hopefully that the ever? old box blind ever, never ever, never ever. Jeez. Hopefully the old box blind on the gravity feed wagon does its job. It's okay, Eric. I'm a virgin too. Yeah, you got to name that. Yeah, we're going to put SS Grizzly on <laughs> throw, the end of it. Throw SS on <laughs> <laughs> It's like a boat. <laughs> Regular champagne. No blind can go without a name, you know. Yep. It's like it's bad luck for a boat. <laughs> yeah, we need. I need to put a sticker on mine and then to name it. Yep. That's a good idea. Call it the Hominator. Doug? Um, blinds are awesome, but the coolers are better for me. The coolers fit me better. I drink too much. Alcoholic. Yeah. You know what to do. Kurt, wait, what about Kurt? Do you got anything? <laughs> Professional drink. I was going to just say, go shoot your bow. You guys ruined my closing. What are you going to say? Oh, fuck me. I'll say, you know what to do, go shoot your bow. Yeah, but. About Grizzly. About Grizzly. No one ever asked you. You always complain. No one ever asked you, so we're asking you. Just testing your guys' co hosting skills. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped. I feel confident. I feel like uh, if you set it up right, you're going you're gonna to see some big deer if you think about it a little bit. So we'll see. Maybe I'll kill something out of it. Maybe I won't. Close calls is all you can ask for, really. Shooting one and finding success out of it's the bonus. But if you see a big buck out of it in bow range, it it already did its job. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait to see the pictures and wish you all good luck. We're going to try and fly that, that box nice blind flag. <laughs> all right. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you guys. Thanks. spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. 
Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.